guys. This is Jeremy and Corey, and we are with Cultivate and Keep. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, This is the last day of our two-week challenge. Corey, hit hit with the recap, Corey. Okay, the recap has been there's been thousands upon thousands of shares, Mm -hmm. millions of visitors. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, it's been really good. We've seen quite a few people share. Um, We've done 13 podcast episodes, 13 blog posts. um, and So far. So far. Yeah, yeah. So but when they hear this one, it'll be oh yeah, 15 this is the fifteen. Yes. No, fourteen. No, this this yeah, fourteen. Though. Fourteen and fourteen. You know what? I can't count today, huh? That's the second time I've. That's the second confused. time. Two strikes, you're out. Um, so yeah, this is the last day. Uh, so reminder, last day of the two week challenge. It's not too late if you haven't entered. This is your last day. You could just kind of your hail mary shot, if you will. Um, but go to cultivateandkeep.com/challenge. That'll take you to a little page, enter your first name and email, uh, share it on Facebook, Twitter, um, email, text message, share it around. You can climb the leaderboard. Uh, the more shares, the higher you go on the leaderboard. First, second, and third all get prizes. And um, so first place is an all-new Kindle Paperwhite, plus a book of your choice, plus uh, Cultivate and Keep merch. Is it second place that is just merch? Yeah. Second yeah. place is just yeah. merch. Third place is just the book of your choice. Yeah. And just to clarify, a book of your choice is from our favorites page. Hey. Not like any book you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't get like there's a, lot on there, a $1,000 so. collection of encyclopedias yeah, or something you can go resell. Yeah. yeah, of course you would think about that. So anyways, thanks for being with us for the two-week challenge. Hope it's been valuable for you. Um, this will probably be at the last episode of 2018 as well because we're going to drum up a bunch of new content for 2019 and get that get that started do some planning mm-hmm. got some new stuff in the works maybe just maybe cultivate and keep merch to stay mm. um sometime in 2019 we'll see but uh yeah cool um well today we are gonna do a 2018 year in review yeah. um so we're gonna talk about uh for me and Corey, just kind of like a looking back at the year um, and we have a cool little format that Corey found. Um, so there's kind of three prompts, three questions that we're going to ask ourselves and then talk them through. And the first one is uh, what went well? And then second is what didn't go so well? And then lastly is what did I learn? Yeah. And so as we go through this, um, I mean, I'm not sure everyone's going to care that much about you know what <laughs> happened for us. But the idea is to kind of get you guys thinking of, you know, for yourself, um, you know, do this little prompt and kind of see what comes up as you uh, work through it and hof- yeah. hopefully our stories can be encouraging so yeah yeah i think it's cool I, I definitely would highly encourage everyone to do this because um instead of i don't know i found this format to be really helpful for me because mm-hmm. it's not like how did 2018 go oh it went okay like mm-hmm. it doesn't really help um but I'll, i think it's a good habit to like be retrospective and to actually go back and think about what happened in the year? What did you learn? Like, I mean, these questions, mm-hmm. right? But um, we're always so, like, either in the moment or really just looking in the future, I feel like mostly. But we can learn a lot about the past and, like, what we've done. And it's important to go back and look at those things. So, yeah, I, I found it super helpful. Um, for me, typically, I, you know, think of like, um, look back at the year and I see my, my goals that I set. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. I look at it and yeah. I think, yeah, you know, yeah, check or no check. Like, did I make it happen or right. not? 
and that's the extent of my like review and then I'm you know I'm thinking about the future like you said but this was cool because it caused me to really think through like you know what are the main things I wanted and kind of what happened so and then we I can like look it. back in a couple of years yeah. and be like oh keep what it, yeah. was 2018 like what was 2019 like yeah. I wish I had been doing this for the past and it's it's simple like I've, I've had yeah. a ton of these where it's like multiple questions and tiers and it's kind yeah. of like categories and this is just like super straightforward um and simple so i liked it so yeah super simple so again the the three main prompts are what went well what didn't go so well and what did i learn and we're just going to kind of each share like per question so jeremy what went well for you this year so um a few things thankfully <laughs> Good, <I'm glad. laughs> not just one um well the first thing i put down kind of encompasses a lot um but i think uh it was like the main catalyst as to why um, a lot of things went well. So um, the first thing that I put down was, and this actually started for me not um, at the beginning of this year, but I would say probably, I think it was like October of last year. So hmm. like a year and a half I've been doing this um, and it's been it's been helping me, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I, I've developed a very clear um, prayer list. And I think it is that seems like overrated. Like it's one I would probably glance over. But hmm. um, as I was prepping my notes for today, I went through and I have it written out in my Bible. And, um, I was going through like all the points and there was like four main things that I had. And what's crazy was every single one of them were either answered or like there was like improvement or like hmm. change happened. So it was, it was cool to look back at it. Wow. Um, so the first one was, uh, uh, so four points were a career, Connie school ministry. Hmm. Um, and so for career, I was, you know, praying for like guidance and direction. Um, at that time I was at my previous job and I was trying to decide, you know, do I stay, do I leave? Do I, you know, move up? Um, at that time there was, um, an opera, like a promotion offered to me. And so I was trying to figure out like, do I take this? Do I not? And, um, you know, through like a series of events, I, you know, obviously decided to leave and, um, <clears throat> and now I have a new business that I, that I have now. So I've always wanted a company and now I do. And so it was just fun to see like, and on my notes, I put like career and then I put uh, bullet points for all these things. I put guidance direction um like i put like literal things in here that i put in my notes and so it was cool to see like uh those specifics be answered hmm. and i i prayed not just like lord like help my career but i prayed like specifically for certain aspects yeah and i saw those things kind of you know come do us anywho uh so that was cool and then you know with connie uh I wrote out like several like I just kind of things I wanted to you know see it improve or happen with our relationship um, for me and her. I won't share that share them because they're personal, but I put them out and it was cool like looking back and just seeing like the change in those areas. Hmm. Um, wow. I was praying about like engagement, like you know when to do that, and that's obviously happened. Oh yeah, uh, school. Um, so again, this was back in October, but I was uh, really hoping to finish by um, like by January, and I finished January third. So. That was cool. And then ministry, I, again, praying for, praying for guidance and direction. And, uh, like, a lot has changed, like, in, in aspects to ministry for my life. So I stopped doing a home group, and on my list, I was praying through, like, direction, you know, unsure, like, what to do. And so I ended up stepping down and instead started a high school small group, which has been cool, mm -hmm. um, been really good. And now I no longer uh, do common ground ministry. So kind of with the home group. So kind of just changing directions. Uh, now I'm, yeah. I'm attending like an adult home group, which has been good. I don't think I've attended a group in like seven years. Like I've just mm. mainly been like one of the leaders. And so right. it's been super cool just to kind of go and, you know, attend it and kind of be fed. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of like some four areas I put down. And I have a lot more. But uh, those were like very specific. And um, 
I just want to hit on like the importance of writing things down because I think like where I'm at now, it's, it would be easy for me to look back and think, Oh, like, you know, my life's good, whatever prayer was answered, but it's cool to see like the specifics, like on my list. I mean, it filled a full page in my, uh, in my Bible. And so it was cool to just kind of see the specifics and how, you know, things were answered or changed. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That's really cool to look back. Cause yeah. I mean, obviously I knew that a lot of those things were going on as well, but it's like, wow, like really pretty much all of them were answered in some form mm-hmm. or another, uh, like very specifically too, mm-hmm. like you said, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So like overarching point I wanted to make was like, you know, p- you know, develop a prayer list if you don't have one, um, and make it clear, make it precise and kind of just, you know, um, like pray specifically for things that you want, mm-hmm. uh, because it was cool. It was a cool little thing to do. And now I can look back at it and just see that. So, um, yeah. A few more I had on here was um, I was able to develop a consistent habit of reading. And for a while, I had wanted that. But when I was in college, I mean, you know, like when you any free time yeah. you have goes towards studying. So uh, when I finished, I wanted to do a book a month. And I think I did it. I need to look back and see. Um, it just I wasn't consistent. Like I um, I would read like go hard for like a month and read, you know, four books. And then the next few months I would stretch out, you know, one book. Right. So. I, I'll get to that one later. That was one point that didn't go so well was being consistent. Um, but I did read a lot more, which was great. Um, I got engaged, and I yeah. already mentioned that. Uh, I bought a business, mentioned that. And um, I did some traveling. I went to Boston, New York, and I went on a cruise this year, which um, was, I forgot good. About was that. good. Yeah. When was that? That's what, uh, what's funny is all like all this stuff, or at least the traveling part, was like the first half of the year. It was yeah. like all before May. Once May yeah. hit, it's been chaos. It's been busy. <laughs> so the first half of the year was fun. And uh, since then, it's been, it's been all a, a lot of work. And, yeah. But um, anyway, that's kind of like my main, hmm. like I kind of breezed through those. But um, yeah, kind of in a nutshell, what, what went well for me. Yeah. No, that's cool. really cool to reflect on. Um, I have a similar points. You know, it's funny that like even as I listen to you, I'm like, man, I really wish that I would have like, I don't know, like set things up or like thought about things differently in the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking now like 2019 is like the year that I need a prayer list and have like a really consistent mm-hmm. uh, habit of prayer and devotion. I'm like, dang it. I wish I would have been able to look back and be like, yes, I did it. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as uh, a couple of things that went well for me, um, one was I got married, <laughs> which <laughs> is a big one and a really great one that went very well. Um, <laughs> So, you know, after being, uh, after dating for two years and being engaged for a year, we finally got married. So 2018 was like this like final kind of culmination. Like mm-hmm. I get to reap the rewards now of like everything that we've been working towards. Um, so we're finally, you know, the day was really great. Uh, I cried a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, all caps. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> all caps in my notes. Um, but I think, you know, marriage has been even better than I expected um, in more ways than I even thought of too. Like it was just, this will be kind of like 2019 for you this time next year. Yeah, we'll be talking I was about actually it. thinking that like, yeah, but, uh, it's just so cool. You know, like I imagined pretty much my entire life. What's it going to be like to be married? And now that I am married, I get to like fully experience it. And it really is just so awesome. Like you live with your best friend, um, you know, spiritually closer, closer, physically closer, emotionally closer. Um, so that's definitely been going very well in 2018. Um, one of the other things that I put down was side projects. So I've always like had the urge to start stuff. 
um, and like just kind of put it off. A lot of it had to do with college because again, you don't have time for really anything in college besides studying and going to class and whatnot. Uh, but I started stuff. So I wanted to list a couple of the cool things that I, or we started one of these being cultivate and keep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We had started talking about it in like June, right? No, um, like May. Was it really Maybe May? Maybe earlier. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And then we didn't launch until September 30th. Mm-hmm. And then now we're 30 episodes in. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You know, yeah, yes. Good for us. Some of the other other things I started was I started um, a newsletter for my industry. So the the software industry, I started one on software marketing. Um, I've also started another podcast, which is I have I'm building a queue of episodes now, but it's called the Diary of an Indie Hacker. Um, so kind of proud of myself for that. Uh, by the end of the year, I will. I've I basically already done them, but I just haven't published them. But I created a couple curated directory kind of sites of like learn how to code or and it's just like a list of like all the best resources of learning how to code or it's like the best i don't know marketing resources or i forget what they are now but i think i created five of those um also i started and held my first meetup so indie hackers yeah, in san diego about that yeah so that was really fun and really cool there was a really um great turnout of people and people were really excited about it so i actually really need to schedule my next one and for january how many came uh 13 and like, what did you guys do? Just, yeah. It was sort of just like a meet and greet. So that's what kind of like was recommended at first was just to get to know each other, talk, hang out. And then the next one, we're going to do more like a workshop style. So like everyone will come, you know, we'll like learn, sit down, be like a WeWork probably. And then like maybe afterwards go for like a happy hour, like appetizers or something. Cool. Um, so meetups are really fun. Also in 2018, I like sort of like wrote like an ebook sort of thing. I just kind of sort like, of, no, it's just like legit. Yeah. It's, but like, it's not literally an ebook though. Like it's just correct, pages on my website. But it's very um, comprehensive and yeah, thorough. So. I think it was, ended up being about yeah. 40,000 words, which is probably many too pages many. pages was that? I don't know. Like, cause that, again, it's just not pages. Yeah. It's just like, like chapters on my website. Yeah. So, um, but that felt really good. Like I was very actually like, like proud that I actually did that because I've wanted to just kind of dump all my thoughts out in one place. And I finally did. Mm-hmm. Um, another really cool thing that just happened sort of recently, I forgot that I wrote this one down, but uh, new opportunities. So I became the head of growth for a software company called bear metrics. Um, so I'm two weeks into that now. And that's been really good because uh, you know, I've, I've had the last two years with cordial, which is like where I've grown up and I love them and I had an amazing time there and um went through a couple different kind of role changes there um but also felt like you know i wanted to accelerate my career and like start something kind of get into something new and something that kind of was more aligned with like the type of crowd that i wanted to be in Mm -hmm. so the product that we sell is very it's for software founders which is like the people that i want to talk to and the people that i want to be involved in um so really excited about that i also get to work from home which is Mm -hmm. awesome and they give me like a ton of great benefits, which now I'm bragging, but just thank you, Josh and Bear <laughs> Metrics. Um, one of the other cool things, uh, I did more reading than I think I ever have done before. Uh, so I read, let's see, what is this? One, two, three, four. I probably, I think 15 books this year, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite ones. In fact, uh, I read four books in nine days on my vacation to Hawaii, which is kind of where the majority of those came from. 
But some of my favorite books that I read, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, who we already mentioned. Um, another one called It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work, which is a really interesting one, especially if you work in, uh, actually, I mean, pretty much anywhere. Like, it's just about kind of like unnecessary conventional work habits that make work crazy and chaotic. Um, so he talks about being a comp company, what, 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 what that's like. Um, I got halfway through 12, 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Um, are you done know. or are you still going? Uh, I don't know. So I was just thinking about, um, that book, like I was going to do it and you told me how thick it was and dude, I was like, eh. it, it's as thick it, like, as the Bible. It's yeah. Crazy. It kind of shied me away. <laughs> um, I've heard great things though. Yeah. For the most part. And one of the things, uh, the reason why I hesitate is because one of the things that's really helped me read so much is only reading what I'm really interested in and not reading what I'm not interested in. Actually, Monique and I were talking about this today because she was a little mad because she's like, you're always buying books and you don't read them. And I'm like, well, like that's because if I feel really inspired to read something. Yeah. I might read like half the book in one day and then not pick it up and I'll go read another one. Yeah. And that, but that's how you read a lot is you have to free yourself from like, I, I bought this book. I have to finish this. It, yeah. yeah. End to end. So this one, um, w- which one is it? Like, do you like it or no? I don't know. That's one of the curious things about it is because I feel like some of, so much of it is just kind of abstracted lessons from the Bible. And I feel like I should just be reading the Bible. Like it's, it's that sort of kind of philosophical book that I feel like I, I would maybe my time would better be spent reading the Bible. What it's really good for is like the analogy and the research that he does. Um, but he's also not a Christian. So some mm-hmm. of the things that he talks about are a little skewed. It's a very interesting book. It's just I haven't like found the inspiration again yeah. to be really curious about it. Um, also, I read Wild at Heart, which was you know <laughs> obviously a part of this whole thing. Um, Shoe Dog about Phil Knight and Nike, which is a fascinating book. It's actually really nuts. Um, and Visioneering, which is another one. There's lots more in there, but I won't mention them. They're kind of boring. Um, but I think that you know reading is... Reading has been really liberating for me because I feel like it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time and I've done a fairly good job of, but like not as much as I ever really wanted to. Um, and so now that I have read a lot and like I said, I've kind of just been skipping around a little bit. It's just way easier to read. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to read that. I'm just going to go read something else or I'm going to pick up this book and look at this chapter. I'm just going to kind of skim through. Um, and the final thing was travel. So, I uh, also did some traveling. Actually, mine all came in like like the Q3 yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, so like, what was it? Jo- oh, actually, no. For our honeymoon, we went to Cancun, which was amazing. Uh, Cancun is awesome. And then in July, we went to Hawaii with Monique's family. Um, and then in September, we went to Boston for a marketing conference. Um, and that was also really cool because I don't think I've ever... Uh, that's the like, kind of the most I've ever traveled, especially mm-hmm. in one year. But like, I think the farthest I ever traveled before that was to Detroit when we were. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. I remember that. Yeah. The first, yeah. I've been to like Colorado and Arizona and Utah mm-hmm. kind of briefly driving through, but never really like traveled somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, cool. like to be there. Dang, so Cancun, Hawaii and Boston. You yeah. Are. They're kind of big trip. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Hopefully maybe I don't actually know. We're probably not going to do very much travel next year story for another time but um yeah so that's kind of what went well for me that's cool 
Uh, I've remembered one thing for me um, as you were talking. Yeah. Uh, I I also did a lot of uh, journaling this year, which was cool. Oh. Um, like kind of tracking my thoughts. And I started doing it because uh, actually I think this one started in like August of last year. It's been, hmm. it's been about a year and a half. Um, and I noticed last year that my like my um, my trainer of thoughts would kind of be inconsistent. Like, you know, one day or week I would feel a certain, a certain way about something and then a week later it would change. And so I was like, wait, uh. hold up. Like, I want to see like what's actually going on. So I started just kind of like jotting down like thoughts, like huh. a, a bullet format, kind of like unconventional. Yeah. And um, I started to, you know, find trends and whatnot. So it was like super cool. And then it kind of turned into like just your standard, you know, you know, journaling. So been doing that. That's cool. Um, yeah. It's how, been, how often do you do it? Right now, it's about once a week. Wish it was more. Wow, well, um, that's still pretty often. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, last August, it was more than that, which is cool. But yeah. now it's about once a week. Um, yeah, sometimes short, sometimes long. Just kind of keep my thoughts on paper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been good. So. I still haven't found a good like journaling exercise. I think because I do so much writing for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that makes I sense. like. I don't know. It it just feels like different. I haven't. I feel like I haven't found the right format for journaling. Like I need like specific questions or like things that I'm working towards like trying to work out but it just feels kind of dumb for me to like I'm just going to write down well, what I'm thinking. That's a good point because I I struggle with that too. I mean, I yeah. think I I totally just like write down thoughts. <clears throat> like that's honestly it and I think like this format for the year in review with certain questions is helpful. So hmm. like a day in review, I don't know. Like <laughs> we can review like some <laughs> every kind day of, think about what um, well, what well, didn't like, so well. Actually, maybe that might maybe. be cool. Um, yeah. I think it'd be monotonous. You know, it'd be kind of the same thing. Like, oh, right. I had a good lunch, and then oh, like you know, like, yeah. I feel like it could be very just like because I do s- like but. some sort of journaling a little bit with like what do I want to do today and like what I want to accomplish and the things I'm planning for, like trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But it's never like here's what I'm thinking or going through and maybe I should start doing more of that. Well, I started doing it mainly with um, like decisions. So like thinking through uh, bigger stuff in my life that was going to be changing. Hmm. I would journal those because um, I think in the future that'd be cool to look back at, but it was helping me like really just, you know, track my thoughts. But then now it's, and now it's, it's still like big stuff in my life, but um, it's like not everyday stuff, but I have been just kind of like writing down my feelings recently, which has Hmm. been helpful and it's been good. So, yeah, I wonder even, Oh no. Hmm. Say like, what if you did like a podcast journal f- just for yourself, like only for you to listen to? That'd be kind of cool. On this couch be... with this microphone. Just... Yeah. What if you got like a bunch, like a but collection I, of people? I wouldn't listen to that though. Like, I don't listen, listen to our back stuff. To yourself, yeah, I feel true. I feel weird doing it. Like this is gonna. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to have someone like transcribe it for you or something. Interesting. That's a good idea though. So like what, a voice memo, but yeah, exactly. Anyway. What what didn't go so yeah. well? Um. <laughs> I, again, I think we have some patterns here too <laughs> that we both have. Um, no, I just noticed that. So the first one was uh, <coughs> exercise, exercise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and being active. So the last uh, three years, actually, I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but I've like, had specific, specific measurable um, like fitness goals, and <laughs> never once gotten close. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of working on my like not goals for next year, but I'm kind of writing down like what am I like envisioning for next year. And I'm just being more broad in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally saying, like, uh, just play basketball. <laughs> like play that, yeah. w- Once every two weeks is, like, my goal because, anyway, uh, yeah, exercise didn't go well, dude. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I changed jobs, like, back in June, I have been, um, like, doing a lot more physically because of the job. So Oh, yeah. It's just more um, I actually can, like, notice my body, like, muscle tone changing and kind of feeling yeah. more, like, just feeling better. So that's been cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's been good. Do you, have you ever had like a routine exercise or like 
it's just like whenever you can like play sports so, basically so in high school i did like i was very i think regimented in that but since then no uh, i so what happened this year is a few times going through like spurts of like for you know a week so this, this year for a few different times like a week straight i was you know you had a routine going right i was running lifting weights yeah. push-ups pull-ups sit-ups all that good stuff but like week went by and then it stopped and then so, you stopped yeah yeah that's definitely a, a tough one yeah I, I keep telling myself like that one and i have like a healthier diet is like oh when i get married like that's kind of my <laughs> didn't work for you so we'll see <laughs> hey, um i'll get there another one i put down not because of marriage it's just yeah, just it's like we tell ourselves, oh, exactly. at, on this yeah. day is going to change. Just want to clarify yeah. for all the wives out there, yeah, no. I think people and girlfriends and fiancés. Um, I, I wish I could have put in the, put in this one under what went well, but I can't. <laughs> uh, so I put I put uh, intentionally pursuing um, like friendships with people that are important to me, hmm. and uh, this was one that I felt really convicted about. Um, again, like last year, kind of around August time. And uh, I don't know. I had like a high conviction of like for people and wanting to make people important in my life. And I'm someone that it's easy for me to get caught up in details of you know work or kind of like my to do list, like my calendar. So, um, you know, in the past, I've definitely put that in front of people, and it's just been easy for me to do that. And so this year, I really wanted to make people more important, and I've definitely done better. Like I think this one I could probably make more of like a neutral like category if there was a category that was <laughs> like what did you like just do okay at like what coasted like this would go there yeah um I definitely improved but uh, I want to do better at like making people like more for priority and like what that looks like is you know just making time like to get together with people whether it's for coffee or lunch or just like spending time with people that are important to me so mm-hmm. I wish I did better but I'm with you there yeah um there w- another one was like leisure time and rest uh I suck at these two. I just, I'm pretty yeah. extreme. I tend to go really hard and then kind of crash like my personality. And so yeah. I just, I feel like this year since like June, I just, I've been going like up, but going like just going hard. It has been like That's zero true. rest or leisure. So yeah. I definitely like need to do better at that next year and just being like disciplined to, you know, take a day off or to do th- uh, another thing is like doing things I want to do. I, like, I'm just bad at that. Like, hmm. um, like I really want to spend more time like fishing or, you know, I really wanted to, um, like this year improve my skills with um, my guitar and drums and actually I wanted to learn piano and I didn't like so a few things like that I'm yeah that I would like to do um, and here's another one that's kind of funny like uh, riding bikes I really like bikes <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I want to be like one of those like freaking you know road bikers too mm-hmm. with the, the tight pants and <laughs> ew no you don't come on man it. sorry I just probably offended so many people but anyway I want that bro. as soon as you said tight pants it was just well I wouldn't actually do reaction that, my dad does that and I think it's funny so. Oh wait, you mean cycling? Yeah, like cycling. What? Why would you want to do that? I don't that? know. I've always liked bikes and I just I really want to I um, thought you meant motorcycles or like dirt bikes. Well, biking. that too. Actually, I got my um my permit for a motorcycle. That's right. But I never went and got this one. This year you got? At uh, the end of last year. Okay, yeah. Thought so. Um anyway, so like but the point is like doing like hobbies, like things right. I want to do. And it's not because I don't have any hobbies. I have a lot. It's just I haven't made time. And so I did I did a horrible job at making time this year. Mm. So I think I went fishing like three times. Um, and that's not okay. I'm adding something to my list. <laughs> um, I put down focusing on priorities. I, I feel like I have a lot of priorities and like a lot of ideas. And <laughs> so a lot of priorities equals no priorities. Yeah. I've, well, that's a good point. Well, I've, I have found myself. Okay. I have a lot of things that are important to me is what I should say. Yeah. And I have had a hard time prioritizing. So that's a better put. So, um, yeah, I want to do better next year at just, um, focusing on what's important and going after it. Um, well, hold on. Wait. <clears throat> elaborate on that so like what were the prayer like hmm. 
you felt like too spread thin or you just felt like some things like didn't get done or like some things didn't get the attention they deserved or like what do you mean by that yeah that's a good point um or good question i yeah i mean i feel definitely felt too like spread too thin um that's been like an ongoing conversation with connie she's constantly telling me to like scale back and kind of yeah look at my life and i think i say yes too often i need to read that book um essentialism or the one thing i know they've talked a lot about essentialism is so good I listened to like a four hour podcast to recap um, and they talked like all about it. Oh, okay. So it was, that's I mean, probably good enough. That was, yeah, exactly. I got the point. It basically learned yeah. how to say no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, being spread too thin. And uh, I think what I said earlier about I, had, I have a lot of things that are important to me, but I have not learned how to prioritize and just like everything's important. Everything is. Mm. And so I don't focus right. like. Um, I'll start a project or start something and then get to a certain point and then like go to the next one. I, you know, I, I need to learn just to focus on one thing at a time and then finish. And uh, like, I think I know how to yeah. multitask and I really don't like, I just can't do it. That's another theme of mine. Yeah. So I feel like, um, <clears throat> maybe one thing that helps with that is uh, something that's helped me prioritize is thinking more like seasonally. And like, just because you say no to something now doesn't mean that you're saying no forever. Yeah. So that's when really someone's like, yeah, you want to like do this ministry or like help out in this some way or like do you want to, uh, I don't know, like go get lunch or it's like, no, I don't. Not because I don't want to, mm-hmm. but like because I can't right now. Mm-hmm. Like I will think about it. I would love to, but no. And sending like with things that you want to do too, just because, for example, you didn't learn how to play a piano this year doesn't mean that you prioritize wrong. Maybe it's just next year like it's it's not for now you know what yeah. i mean like maybe that's in a year or in two years or this yeah. next year and you can carve out that time but like really there's so many so many things that you can do uh, one of the things i was thinking about was like between podcasts and audiobooks and reading like those are kind of like i have to choose one of those things to do one of those three things to do at a time so it's not like i'm saying no to reading this book forever i'm just saying right now i'm, I'm listening to books or right now I'm listening to podcasts and then later on in the year or later on, you know, tomorrow or next year, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just thinking about things like I can just do it later or like, yeah, that's a good point. Just not now. I have a hard time with that. Um, but I think it's good to remember that. Uh, I, th- I think for me saying no means no and that's it. But right. you have a good, just to remember that it's not forever or it doesn't have to be forever. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I think about that. Like when someone asks, you know, you or I or us, like, hey, when are you gonna start a small or a home group? I'm like, that would be awesome, but not right now. Like, yeah. definitely not now. I almost started one, but I was like, ah, sure. <laughs> yeah. See, again, again, I always want to say, yeah. Again, it's not no forever. It's just not right now. There's yeah. a season for everything, time for and sure. place. <laughs> okay, sorry, this is funny. I just went down and gl- glanced at your notes of what what didn't go so well because you're Uh-oh. up next, and only thing I saw at the bottom was basketball. <laughs> And I was <laughs> like, that just made me laugh. About, like the last time yeah. I played basketball. It, well, it didn't say like <laughs> hobbies. I, just, I thought like literally just like your skill. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I thought of and it made me laugh. So Well, my skill progression definitely Correct. went downhill. Yes. It went backwards. Dude, we, uh, me and Corey uh, hooped a few weeks ago. And uh, let's just say Corey could do some time. You I know, could, work hey, on the actually, game. Actually, I did better than I've done in a long time. So that's I saying a lot. I felt the same about myself, dude. Yeah. The last few times have been awful. And then I mean, still that time, so many easy bad. layups that True. were missed. Airballed three pointers, losing the ball, turnovers. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. It's cool. All right, Corey. Progress. uh, What didn't go so well for you? Um, Well, I'll start off on a similar note. So, diet and exercise. Um, I feel like diet more. uh, I've been 
we were pretty good. Like, like we were, um, more so didn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go as well. Um, diet especially. So I've always eaten really healthily. Mm-hmm. The big thing for me is like, like splurging and like kind of like, that's not binge eating, but like. Corgan eat is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Like proportions. <laughs> is like a big thing for me. So like instead of having like the normal amount of pizza, I have triple the amount of pizza because it's pizza and it's free, it's especially free food. I feel like <laughs> is like, that is true. Every that's taken a whole new meaning now. Every yeah. man who has been in college knows how like magical free food is. Like you just can't. Someone offers resist. you free food, you eat it, dude. That it's like free food is good food. Okay. Oh yeah, but it's like literally giving life. It's almost better than money. All right, Corey. Okay, I'm just saying. So now that I have money and I'm married and I ha- like I don't have to, I don't know, rely on free food to even like survive. Like I did before yeah, I on my dollar forty nine bean and rice burritos. Yeah, I respect it. Or yeah, or just church meals, etc. Um, it's still hard. So diet, like, it's not that it wasn't eating good. It was just we were eating out a lot. Um, I don't know. Just, so we we've gotten really good about that actually the last like two months, and I'm excited for 2019. Um, but similarly with exercise, I didn't have like a routine. Again, I've been doing really good about that the last two months, but like notice myself gaining you know weight i probably gained like 15 pounds since we got married again not due to monique due to myself um but just found you know stop playing basketball doing more like physical activities uh i don't know so that was definitely like i I think i put down in june that my end of year goal was to be at 10 percent body fat because that's when we were going to the gym and i was like really excited about it and then we stopped going to the gym because we moved and like Monique got a new job and we only had one car. And so like things got crazy mm-hmm. and I'm definitely nowhere near that. I'm not like that. I'm like double yeah. that. <laughs> um, so that definitely didn't go well. Um, another thing, this is kind of, I'm putting this higher up so that I don't have to do it at the end. Cause I always end on a bummer, but you know, family losses and stuff. So uh, the night of our rehearsal dinner um, before Monique and I got married, my grandpa passed away. And it wasn't surprising in this, in kind of your traditional sense, but like it was just the timing was so crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, about a month ago in November, my dad passed away. So this whole year has just been like, and these are the first like people in my life that I've lost. Um, so that was like a new, you know, learning experience, a lot to go through, especially with my dad in the last month, you know, it's been really hard. Like, we didn't think it was going to happen so soon. Although we saw kind of the signs happening. I just thought like, you know, at least it'd be kind of a slow, gradual downhill trend, but it was pretty soon. Like after his final, his last stroke in August, it was only like, you know, three months before he was, um, before he passed away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and my dad passed away, like right as I was about to accept a new job and, it was just crazy. Like the timing could not have been worse basically mm-hmm. or best. I don't know. That's kind of the funny part about it. Um, so that was definitely hard. Uh, like more kind of definitely the most crying I've ever done in a single year mm-hmm. <laughs> between getting married and my dad and all sorts of stuff. But dude, seeing you cry makes me cry, man. <laughs> that might sound like really weird, but oh man. At the funeral, I was like losing it. I don't yeah. cry a lot. I feel like, but I at the I memorial cry. service. Yeah, dude, yeah. yeah, it was. It's hard. I I don't know how to like not cry hard. You know what I mean? Like you I'm don't like cry, but when cry. you cry, yeah, exactly. Like, Monique was like, "Can't you just like 
I don't know, give a couple of sniffles and like a couple of tears. I was like, no, literally it just yeah. explode. Like if you haven't seen it, Corey like literally loses it. It's <sighs> yeah, it's hard. I'm not good at crying. It's um, okay, buddy. It's okay. Thanks. So yeah, that was something hard. Uh, another thing that was, um, didn't go so well was saving, um, due to all the things that went well this last year, like traveling and getting buying married. lots of books, getting married. Uh, we virtually didn't save anything. So it's not like we're struggling or like living paycheck to paycheck or anything, but like it, it's a little sobering to look back after a year, mm-hmm. al- al- you know, almost a year being married now. And like, Oh, like we don't really have that much to show for like how much we saved this year. Like, mm-hmm geez, like if we kept this up, like we're never going to tire. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and like we can have a little grace on ourselves. We just got married and had a lot of things to, to pay for and did a lot of traveling. But like this next year for sure, we're like, we want this to be on the what went well list. Yeah. Um, well, that's like, that's an interesting one you bring up. I So I've always been a good saver and I think because of life circumstances, it's been easy to save. But um, like I'm curious next year how I'm going to look at that because it's, it's going to be hard to be completely different, you know, and yeah, just being fully on my own and married and having a business. Like, I'm just I'm curious how it's going to go. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. Hold on. Is that on here? Yep. Keep it'll, it, bro. We're just keeping no it. Editing. No editing. Yep. That's right. <laughs> um, I forgot. They may have not heard that. Because I just overlapped the last one and, like, saved over it. So this is where the last one ended. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious um, because I have to be intentional. You know, me and Connie were just talking about this last week and about setting like financial goals for this next year, kind of, you know, where we want to be. So, yeah. Well, here's what I mean. I've, I've been a little, I've never been stressed over, over finances before in my life. And yeah. like, I've actually kind of been having a hard time like sleeping recently. And just been like, I've been kind of stressed. Like we're making mm. enough money, but um, I'm in a different spot than I'm used to. So just yeah. like, I have to actually be intentional about it. And so it's it's been weird, but it'll be good. It's hard because your first year of marriage, you want to be like, oh, we're married. Like, let's do whatever we I want. Know. You know what I mean? Like, just live it up, enjoy it. And I like, was telling, we just moved. We we're moving to oh, like, yeah. La Mesa Village. Like, so my, I've always wanted to be walking distance to like restaurants exactly. and like, coffee shops. Life is finally where you want to be. I know, and you just so, want to go out. And, you know, we moved to Hillcrest and then we were walking distance from all yeah. sorts of great restaurants yep. and all sorts of cool things to do, opportunities. You know, her parents were like, hey, do you want to go to Hawaii? We're like, of course we do. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. We'll make it work. And then this marketing conference and so many things came up that we just couldn't say no to. Because we're like, what? You know, we would regret it, you know, if we didn't. So although we enjoyed spending our money this year, what I was going to say was don't be too stringent because it mm-hmm. is your first year of marriage and like you need to enjoy it. And like you don't want to be like, you don't want to regret Super it. Super tight and like, yeah. Um, yeah. For, and it's different. I mean, we're, we're in a place where we, we can afford that lifestyle that we want. And so right. um, we, I think we're the, both the type to like be really tight and frugal and, and whatever. So there's a balance, you know, and we got to figure that out. And yeah. There's definitely a balance. And, you know, like we're okay. I don't, neither of us really have any debt. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have any debt. And so like we weren't really worried about like, oh, do we need to, like we're not racking up any credit card debt. We don't have any student loans. We don't have a car payment. We don't have a mortgage. So like things were okay for us. You know what I mean? But like now we're like, okay, well, if we want to end up taking some debt, like a mortgage, for example, we need to start saving. We need to be like the, the big thing for us now is like, we don't know. We're sort of planning on having a baby, you know, like our first kid in the next couple of years. So we're like, okay. we need next to, year or no, 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 not, not next year. Maybe like, dude, to, 
like maybe get pregnant in the end of the year at the earliest, uh, at the earliest. But, um, you know, so we're just try, like trying to think now, okay, well, this wants to be on the good list. So this, we we want to buy, start saving it to buy a house. Mm-hmm. We need a new car. Eventually we want a new mattress, you know, it's all sorts of things. We're like, we need to be very intentional about the way you spend money. So, yeah. um, the, f- Oh yeah, actually another one was multitasking. So similar to you, uh, I've never, so here's my thing is that I've never struggled with like sitting down and doing something like I'm pretty good at just focusing myself, but the hard part for me is when there's multiple things that like I want to focus on. And my thing is I never want to like forget. So like I'll have two things going on in my mind at the same time and I don't know which one to give it attention. So I'll just try to do both and that never ends up working. So, you know, I have three important things, four important things. I have side projects, I have job, I have this, I have Monique. And so it's like all these different things I want to do. Um, but one of the big thing, like kind of the themes for me for next year, maybe this should go in the what did I learn bucket, but the reason why it's it's in the didn't go well category is because I haven't mastered this whole, I, I guess I haven't gotten rid of multitasking. I just want to get rid of multitasking altogether and just have very focused times devoted to different things. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to get into like, have you heard like deep work? Yeah. Okay. I want to do that. A lot of it. <laughs> okay. I want to do that. Uh, the final thing was hobbies. Um, like basically have had like zero downtime, hobby time, mm-hmm. whatever. I really want to pick up my guitar again. I really want to play more basketball. I didn't do like either, like any of either of those things this last year. Yeah. And that's really like sucked because I miss them a lot. Yeah. Same. Okay, Jeremy, what did you learn? Man, a lot. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, a lot. Very little, maybe. No, what I want by a lot, I think a few areas, but it kind of stems deep, and yeah, so not like a ton of random stuff. But I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a couple core things. Yeah. Um. So the first thing was, um, and I've kind of always felt this way. Um, I remember when I was like eight, eight or nine, and I like got iTunes set up on my computer. It just came out. It was new, whatever. And my sister Joanna I was with her, and I think she was 18 at the time. And so um, at that point, I would always ask her for help with, like, anything. Like, she was the one I would ask. And so, you know, I was getting iTunes set up. So I said, hey, like, can you help me set it up? And she said to me, like, figure it out. Like, you can do it. And I remember being like, huh? like what? what? Like, how do I do that? But that was, like, the start of me learning how to kind of figure things out hmm. for myself. And, like, since then in my life, it's been, like, a lot that I've kind of just, like, learned. I think the biggest one that I can, like, show to whatever is uh, like learning drums like learn drums just kind of like on my own oh, yeah. and on youtube um and, but anyway all to say i i learned even more this year kind of reinforced that uh, i i feel that as people we can totally learn anything that we want like to an extent but it's just a matter of like being intentional you can and, learn and, and, and working at it yeah. yeah when i say anything i mean like a skill or like um like if you want to go learn to code or build a website or like build something like practical, like you can do it. Just learn. Yeah. Um. For me, I I've been doing like a lot of like woodworking for the business, oh, and yeah. like I've That's had right. zero like training or skills, like nothing. And I just mm. kind of I um I just like kind of figured it out, like you know, from yeah. like nothing. And um, like I've been building tables and arches and like cornhole and all this random stuff like just like look on youtube or look on internet and kind of you know i start cutting wood and oh that didn't work that that worked that's literally what i do um and again it's like a small example it's pretty simple but um it's like another thing to kind of reinforce that 
you know, we can learn what we want. And mm-hmm. so that was cool for me because there's a lot I want to learn. And, um, yeah, so I just, that's been cool to like, just remind myself of like, if I want to do, it, I can do it. And, um, yeah, it's been cool. Yeah. It's probably freeing. Like, well, if I want to, I can learn how to, like, you're not limited yeah. to what you need to go to school for, what someone else needs to show you. Like you can just go and find it. And that kind of goes back to the priorities we talked about. Um, because, so once I'm like, as I reinforce in my mind, okay, what can I learn now? And you know, one of those things is kind of like, hold up, like yeah, slow yeah, down. I like, yeah. kind of know what's important. Like focus yeah. on that. So, so yeah, I think next I'm going to learn how to dunk a basketball. So. <laughs> there there are limits. That. Yeah, there are limits. <laughs> can't be five, eight hmm. and uh, well, maybe five, seven, but uh, generously. <laughs> um, I learned or reminded myself through um, trial and error <laughs> the importance of having systems and being organized. Mm. And you know, we've talked about this, but um, yeah, I, in the past I've been good at that. And I think halfway through this year, I kind of strayed away from that and uh, kind of reminded myself just, it's very important to stay organized. And not only from like a practical standpoint of, you know, I'm more efficient at work, but just overall in my life. I think I overall feel be- better about myself mentally, hmm. um, even like spiritually. I just like feel better as a person um, yeah. when I'm organized and on top of things. So that was a, a, a big one. And that one kind of stems like deep and it affects a lot of areas. But yeah, just being organized and kind of being on top of stuff was important for me. Um, and, and learning that, learning that the hard way has been good too. Like I've, I think we know that. Yeah, we know it's good to be organized, but when uh, you figure that out from like making mistakes, it's like, okay, like time to make a change. So yeah, it's kind of one of those. Um, this is another big one. I, I, I think this should go under like what didn't go so well for me, but, um, the importance of having alone time and, uh, I, you know, I've always kind of thought, and I definitely am like more of an extrovert than an introvert, but I, I really need like alone time. And uh, I think in the past I've never had that. I've never, hmm. I've kind of just thought, Oh, like I'm an extrovert and I am, but, like people like being around people like this right here, like gives me energy and kind of gives me life. But uh, I kind of learned this year, like I need time just to kind of like be alone and to read and to like, just settle down. And, um, I, I found for myself that I'm only getting this about twice a year, typically like, um, summer or winter camp when I go to those with the, with the church mm. or if I go on like, a vacation, like that's the only time I'm getting yeah. like just downtime. And, uh, so I, I need to be more disciplined about, you know, having time alone, but I, I learned this year, like how much farther that gets me. Hmm. It's kind of like the idea of like, if, if I sprint forever at some point, I'm going to kind of just crash and burn at some point I'm going to have to stop. Um, yeah. but you know, kind of taking breaks and you know, having downtime, alone time, refocusing myself, uh, has been good for me when I've done it. So kind of under the, what didn't go so well category, but it's been good. But to you learn learned it. it. I, I learned it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in the past I never thought that, you know, hmm. so yeah, it's very true. I feel like it, maybe I've done a a better job of doing that this year. Like I finally had the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably will this next year. Yeah. But it is really good. Like I think that's actually probably like the the key to that is learning how to say no because mm-hmm. there's always going to be an offer to go be with someone or to hang out with someone or to go do something. Yeah. And you have to say no, of like, oh no, I'm just going to stay home tonight or I'm just going to go read or mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, we'll get dinner another time, but like, I'm just going to stay in here and I don't know, go yeah. watch the sunset or it, whatever. You know, it's so hard as we talk about it. I'm like, yeah, no problem. But it, dude, it's so hard to do it. Yeah. Oh, totally. So, but, um, and next one, and we actually were just talking about this before we started recording, but, um, how to make decisions. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I've always hate. I've always thought I've hated decisions, and I was telling you this that I've um, it's been hard for me. And now, like, 
it's no problem. I feel like, dude, I feel like decisions are just kind of like, Boss. they're like coming in front of me. I'm freaking smashing them down, dude. Heck yeah, dude. Just kidding. But, um, yeah. What, what's been the difference? Like just practice or like, do you feel like confidence in some way or I don't know. Kind of along the lines of what we said earlier. So um, we said that, you know, when you say no, it's not forever. And we think that in our mind is like a, is like a definite like forever kind of thing. Um, but decisions, same thing for me. I just think like if I decide this, like this is what it's going to be and there's mm. no change. And, no, you know, this is how it is. And so yeah. kind of realizing like with any with most decisions there, you know, there's a way to, you know, make a change or it's not forever. Some things, yes. But um, with most decisions that I struggle with, like it's, it's small stuff and it doesn't mm. really matter. And so that... Um, and, you know, I think so in the, in the context of being with Connie, you know, she's really just allowed me to um, like in the past, she's had an opinion about things. And recently she's been super hands off, kind of like letting me just make decisions. And hmm. um, it's been really good like, for me, like because it's kind of forcing me to like make decisions because before I'd be like, oh, I don't know. What do you think, baby? And she would just like make a decision, you know. So now it's forcing me to do it. So, yeah, um, I think that's really helped. And, uh, and then I think just like finally doing it. I think what I've learned is. Um, it's not the decision itself. It's like the thought of it. And I actually, I wrote a blog about change huh. and yeah, that's right. uh, I, I initially I was going to write it about decisions and I kind of realized I shouldn't write more about change. But um, so I've kind of learned that for me, it's the thought of making a decision. When I know that coming up in the near, fu- near future, I have to you know choose something you know, I, I kind of freak out and it kind of like causes me to tense up. Um, but what I've learned is the actual like choice itself and like going forward is it going forward with it has been like good for me, you know, and it's hmm. been refreshing and it's like, I've kind of like liked making changes. I've like liked, you yeah. know, making choices. And so that was probably the biggest thing for me, just kind of learning like, dude, like it's fine. It's going to be okay. Like just do it and live with it, you know? And yeah. I, I tend to overthink for sure. So, uh, trying to like step back in that and not overthink has been helpful. It's definitely easy. Like it's easy to delay a decision, easy to like overthink it and to like worry about it, stress over it, whatever. It, it is hard to just make a decision yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, I think actually I was reading about it when we were doing some research about, I forget what it was, but we were talking about Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about how, I think it was Charlie Munger was talking about how now they can make a decision really fast because they've practiced it so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for them, it's an investment decision. So because they've looked at so many different financial statements or they've seen this, all the different kinds of companies that's in the research. Like as soon as something comes in, it's like automatically kind of filtered in their brain. And then it's almost like a habit. Like they mm-hmm. just, it's just like a kind of innate that's thing really that cool. comes out of them. Like, Oh yeah, we're making this investment because like all the, the boxes are checked. They've done made this decision before and they're confident in it. Um, but definitely like the more practice you have and more like, I think the freedom too, the ownership mm-hmm. of it too is really important. Yeah. If you don't feel like, you're responsible for it then then you can delay it you can mm-hmm. get away with delaying it but if it's just on you then like you have to make a decision well that's a good point um delaying decisions so i've like yeah you know full-on guilty of that like i just delay stuff if i don't want to make a choice like i just i don't deal with it and right. um kind of you know recently been giving myself deadlines and i have to give connie credit she's been really good about like forcing me to make to have deadlines and mm-hmm. to, you know to choose by a certain time um, also, um, kind of along these lines of just kind of, kind of like putting things off, like not decisions so much, but just like 
things I don't want to do, I guess, you know, whether it's like a, yeah, making a phone call or whatever. Hard decisions. Like, yeah. Just yeah. kind of putting them off. And recently I'm just trying to like act on it and just do it right away. You know, like there's been times, you know, I'll get a text about doing something that I'll like, won't open that text for four or five days because I don't want to forget. And I kind of like put it off. Mm. Um, but now I'm kind of just like trying to like, you know, keep like by the end of every day, I'm trying to, you know, return all phone calls and all texts and kind of have everything just like taken care of. And it's helped me to like not put stuff off. So yeah, resolved. I've kind of found there's like a, things kind of compile, you know, like if, if there's one thing I let go of, then next day there's, there's another thing and every day it's more and more. And so trying to not, hmm. you know, let things pile up. So that's also been helpful too. Yeah. That's cool. That's definitely really cool. Um, two more, uh, this one is not really learning more of a breakthrough, but we talked about earlier, just kind of breaking through, um, and like learning how to deal with fear and anxiety. Um, that was a good one, good one for me this year and kind of like first realizing like I actually deal with this stuff and I kind of felt like I didn't and you know, I just, I just, yeah, I just didn't know what was going on, but I kind of learned that, yeah, I do, I've had struggles with, you know, being fearful and being anxious. And so, um, yeah, I kind of just learned how to do that and I went to counseling and met mm. with people and yeah, kind right. of like learned a few exercises and just been doing it. And so it's humbling to talk about and it's kind of weird, but, um, yeah, I mean, I went through it and it's been really good for me to kind of see that side of it. And, you know, now I can understand, you know, why people go through it. So that's been cool. I've been, I'm very thankful to be, have like worked through that. So, yeah, that is really cool. Uh, last one. And this one is, I think kind of like a never ending thing for me, <laughs> but uh, I think I really learned this year that if I want to be successful and if I want certain things in my life, like I'm going to have to work really hard for it. Um, kind of just like dawned on me as I was like thinking through my year and kind of what happened and what I want for next year. And kind of like was like starting to make a list of, right, of um, projects for next year. And I was like, wow, like there's a lot mm. and it's exciting and it's kind of exhilarating, but I'm learning like, dude, I have to work for this. Like it's not just going to come. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. And another thing was, um, my brother-in-law Nathan Cornette was talking about like people in pa- in the past like history that have um, accomplished a lot like presidents and other people. He said they all worked full-time jobs and they all did these things on top of their jobs. Oh, and so, right, right. And, and they did some pretty monumental, you know, accomplishments. And so kind of got me thinking like, man, like if I want to, you know, get some of these things done, like it's going to be a lot of work. So that's kind of one thing I'm kind of like brewing in my mind right now, you know? Yeah. Just kind of like a, again, like a sobering thing, like, well, this is how it is. Yeah. And so I'm just going to embrace it. And it's not as good. It's not like a bad thought, but it's kind of like a, kind of like sets me straight. Like, okay, like it's time to focus on what needs to get done kind of thing, you know? So yeah, that's most of mine, Corey. Um, how about you? What, what did you learn? What did I learn? Um, man, one of the big things, kind of the big themes for this year is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the more that, I don't know, the more that I thought about it, the more that we've talked about, it, we've kind of touched on it a couple times. Um, but like thinking back to our episode, uh, easy choices, hard life, hard life, easy choices, or no, wait, easy, yeah, wait, easy. Easy choices, hard life. Wait, no, easy choices, hard life. Yeah. Hard, hard decisions, easy life. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, yeah, just the fact that like good things, you know, fulfillment, joy, health, wealth, etc., are hard and they're hard to, they're uncomfortable to face and to do. And the bad things, you know, hardship, poverty, illness, relationship, crisis stuff are easy. Um, so instead of resisting what's hard, embrace it, you know, rethink, get, I, I guess what I'm getting at is like kind of rewiring my brain rethinking the signals that I perceive as bad of like, 
oh, this thing is going to cost a lot or this thing is going to take a lot of time or this thing is going to be, you know, physically or emotionally or mentally draining as bad and then reframing them as <coughs> good things. Mm-hmm. And then similarly with, you know, with bad things like, or with good things, I'm sorry, with bad things, reframing them as bad and not mm-hmm. as good. So, yeah, I mean, just getting... This is similar to what you were just saying about like realizing that success is going to take a lot of work Yeah. of like, well, like I can't expect things to get easier from here and I, I can't expect things to get more comfortable from here. I just have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of facing that and just embracing it in a lot of ways. Um, another big thing is uh, like just challenging kind of conventions and best practices this is more like work related maybe actually no i don't think so I, yeah but i i like this one a lot is it good yeah I don't, I don't know just something that's really come up is like it doesn't have to be done that way mm-hmm. or just the like so a convention by definition is rebellious millennial <laughs> yeah a convention <laughs> is like basically something that fits the well it's always been done this uh-huh. way essentially and i hate when people say that because it's just an excuse and it's just an excuse for doing things that are easy normally or just doing something that they don't want to do or don't want me to do. Um, but especially like in work. So this kind of is, is there because basically a, a best practice is a best practice if it's already outdated, basically like if you're following a best practice, it's probably not the right thing because it worked for someone else a while back, not yeah. now. Um, but like even in real life too, you know, things like marriage doesn't have to be hard or we don't have to, I don't know, rent a house forever or we don't have to buy a house. You know what I mean? Like it's just challenge, like kind of rethinking things and not just taking everything as, as true at face value. Dude, that's a good one. Me and Connie were talking with, I forget who, someone um, a couple weeks ago, just me, me, her and this person. And, uh, you know, we were saying, yeah, you know, we're excited to get married. You know, we, we expect it to probably be hard, you know, first year. And this person like stopped us in our tracks and was like, I like just want to speak against that. They're like, I, I'm going to be praying for you. That is the opposite of what you expect. That is yeah. a, like fruitful, like, amazing, fun filled year. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, what a cool like perspective because your point of, you know, we, um, we have these just conventional ideas or thoughts about how it should be. And so what if for us or whatever, it, you know, it's, it's not going to be hard. It can be yeah. the opposite or, you know, the whole house thing. I've kind of been thinking that through too as well. So I like those ones. Yeah. And like, even for me, you know, most people are thinking like, how do I climb the, you know, kind of corporate ladder in my work and get higher, higher, get a better salary, etc. I'm not thinking that at all. I'm thinking, again, I think I shared, I don't know if we went over it, but kind of the, the big questions I have in my life are like, how do I, what are the steps I need to be taking to become an entrepreneur mm-hmm. eventually? I'm not thinking at all about climbing any sort of corporate ladder. I'm not thinking about 401ks or retirement packages or benefits. I'm not even thinking really about my retirement account. Like I think that my business is going to be my retirement account. Um, But even other things like I don't want to be sorry for the stereotype, but like I don't want to be an old like fat guy. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, I don't want to really have the dad bod I don't want to like let myself go or like, I don't want to be the, the guy who sits on the couch and drinks beer. Like I want to be lively like the same I am now 20 years from now, 30 years from now, just because I'm older doesn't mean I have to be less lively mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of tangent stepping on some toes there, but just the whole idea is like 
not accepting like quote normal things just because they're normal and more thinking about like what is good what is the best thing that i want um another thing that i learned was uh goodbyes are and this is kind of rehashing but like goodbyes are hard you know moving out of my parents house my grandpa passing my dad passing um even like leaving a job i loved at cordial uh it's always really hard i (laughs) i almost cried leaving cordial really yeah because it was just so weird like i literally grew up there and I love them and they gave me so much and it was just so bizarre to think of like, um, I am going to go back to that office, like I'll go visit them or whatever. But, um, but thinking like I'm not going to work here again, is like really weird. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just super bizarre. Um, another thing was face yourself. Definitely learned to face myself more. That's good. I loved again. So another, I feel like Dan dealing just has like all of the life quotes that yeah. you need. The one-liners, man. Yeah, so hits you. I'd I've been thinking about this, but especially no, I've been thinking about this way before he came on the podcast. But his whole idea of like marriage doesn't force you to deal with someone else, your wife or your husband, it forces you to deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've just been learning that more and more and more of like maybe maybe why I'm mad with Monique isn't because of what she's doing. Maybe it's because of me. Mm-hmm. And so like. Or maybe like, you know, hold my tongue in a lot of ways or like don't be critical or be very forgiving because that's what I would want her to do for me. Or mm-hmm. there's a lot of things like I just need to face myself and even things like I need to face my own shortcomings, especially. Yeah. I need to face the fact that I haven't been the best spiritual leader. I need to face the fact that I don't have the best spiritual habits. I need to face the fact that, you know, et cetera, fill in the blank. But like I just need to admit those things and there's nothing wrong with admitting them. It's just hard to. And so learning to face yourself and just, you know, it's an analogy, but look yourself in the mirror once in a while and just, how am I doing with things? Mm -hmm. Am I who I want to be? Am I not? Like, why? And just being able to do that. Um, Another thing is to connect with more, I put connect with more marketers. What I really meant was connect with more like professionals. Um, So more people in my space, like in the software industry, uh, entrepreneurs, founders, marketers, salespeople, et cetera. Um, building your network, I think is really important professionally. Um, but I basically haven't done that at all yet. My career is very young, but I haven't done that well. And that's something I really want to do. And, uh, finally, my last thing, my biggest thing is habits. Uh, so, you know, James Clear and on topic habits, he says, uh, in his book that every action is a vote towards the person you want to be. And that really struck with me because, um, you know, I don't think about the things that I need to do. I think I want the person that I want to be. So every habit is just reinforcing that person that I want to be. The person who gets up early, the person who reads a lot of books, the, the person who's fit and healthy, the person who others can depend on, the person who, um, you know, who is a spiritual leader to their wife. Like yeah. those, that's the person I want to be. Now, what are the habits, the things that I can do in order to become that person? Um, and I think now I really, really, really understand that. Like everything that I do is just uh, like a tiny building block to the person that I want to be five years from now, 10 years, even a year from now. So it's good. That's what I've learned. Cool, man. Well, that was fun. That was good to go back and just to look at the year and kind of, you know, follow the format of what went well, what didn't go so well and what did I learn? So, yeah. Um, 
you know, take some time and do it for yourself and see how it goes. Um, well, this is the last one for the year, Dang. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I just remembered. So we have oh, to yeah. make one correction. One correction, that's right. Um, so we did a podcast episode on video games. I think it was <laughs> two episodes ago. Yeah. And we got some cre- uh, some fe- negative feedback from one of our fans, listeners. Uh, <laughs> Nick Loudon, he's been on the show before, but... I made a comment in that that I need to correct. So I th- I think I said Nick had played like 31 days or 30 days. Um, that was incorrect. That actually was Spencer George. Um, sorry, Spence, <laughs> if you're listening. Tisk tisk. Um, but Nick had only played I think 15 days. Yeah. So sorry, Nick. That's a lot though. But anyway, Nick, um, I did as you asked. So my debts <laughs> are paid. And uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> glad we glad we brought that up. Sorry about that, Nick. Um. Anyway, so this is the last day of the two-week challenge. So yep. if you have not already, go to cultivantkeep.com slash challenge, and you can win your very own Kindle. That's so right. So it was your last chance. So go share every episode, every blog. Just go hit share, man. Just you know, keep hitting hit it. Hit that share button. That's right. <laughs> um, we'll be announcing the winner and reach out to them yeah. personally uh, as well, but we hope that you share. It's really close. Like It doesn't take much to jump up a couple spots a lot of spots in the, mm-hmm. in the leaderboard. So go share today's the last day. We appreciate all the sharing and we will see you in 2019. See ya. All right, peace.